Hello, everyone. This is Isabella McMillan. Thank you for joining us once again for our weekly Speakers Bureau devotional. Today is June 7th, 2022, and my heart is so full today as I look back at what we have experienced in the last four days. We just wrapped up yesterday our 2022 Newsbooksperson training, and I am so excited about these four brand new spokespersons representing four different countries, Fiji, Latvia, the Middle East, and Senegal. And I cannot wait for the day to come when we can officially introduce them to each of you, our spokesperson family, and welcome them into the family. But until that day comes, I wanted to dig into scripture today, and let's look together at 2 Chronicles chapter 20, verse 12. We do not know what to do, but our eyes are on you. And today's devotional, based on 2 Chronicles chapter 20, verse 12, is titled, Son, Stand Still. Lately, there have been so many horrifying things unfolding. Ugly, terrifying events like a war in Ukraine, racially inclined killings, and the shooting of many innocent fourth graders. And that can leave us with our faith tested. And today I wanted to revisit a devotional I wrote two years ago when we were facing testing times of a different nature with a pandemic on the rise. See, when our faith is tested or our plans are interrupted, things that normally would not get us down can seem really overwhelming. And whether it's the uncertainty of this season, the social tensions we all feel, or mounting finances, sin that you struggle to overcome, anxiety overtaking your heart, or dreams and hopes that continue to go unfulfilled, we can all easily find ourselves in a state of hopelessness and helplessness. We feel like we should know what to do, but we don't. So what do you do when you don't know what to do? Well, I would like for us to take a look at two strong leaders of the Old Testament and their approach to seemingly hopeless situations. King Jehoshaphat and Joshua. In 2 Chronicles chapter 20, God's people in Judah were outnumbered. A great multitude is coming against you from beyond the sea, we read in verse 2. King Jehoshaphat's response was to gather the people to fast and pray. He proclaimed God's sovereignty in a heart-wrenching cry of dependence in verse 12 of chapter 20. For we are powerless against this great horde that is coming against us. We do not know what to do, but our eyes are on you. Now like me, can you relate to this prayer, perhaps a little more deeply than you would like to admit? God heard that prayer and answered it beautifully through a servant as we read in verses 15 and 17. Do not fear or be dismayed because of this great multitude, for the battle is not yours, but God's. You need no fight in this battle. 
Station yourselves. Stand and see the salvation of the Lord on your behalf, for the Lord is with you. Now, in times of my own spiritual, emotional combat, I do my best to remember the first strategy, to turn to God in prayer. But there are a few other hidden lessons that God taught me through the events of 2 Chronicles chapter 20. First, station, stand, and see. These are great, deliberate actions that require me to station myself in the center of God's will and to take a stand on God's word and His promises. Before I can withstand, I must claim and proclaim God's promises and choose what to fix my eyes on. Secondly, remember that it's not my war. If I remember at all times that this is the Lord's battle, I can trust that doing my part to station, stand, and see is enough. My calling is to obey, not to orchestrate the outcome. The enemy seeks to destroy me, but it's not about me. Yes, I am enlisted in the army with battles to fight, but it is not my war. And then thirdly, make my battle cry a song of praise. In verse 16, God told the people to go against the outnumbering enemy, not to hide. And while they stood in the wilderness waiting for the enemy to appear, the king reminded them, put your trust in the Lord your God and you will be established. Verse 20. And the next verses tell of people praising God and some even going before the army, singing, give thanks to the Lord for his loving kindness is everlasting. And then verse 22 blows my mind and gives me chills. It says this, when they began singing and praising, the Lord set ambushes against those who had come against Judah. Now this here, friends, is trust personified. Established trust looks like worship and thanksgiving even before anything you can see changes. Praise is a powerful, powerful weapon. Now the Israelites' story in this chapter ends with this in verse 29. And the fear of God came on all the kingdoms of the countries when they heard that the Lord had fought against the enemies of Israel. So I need to remember that whatever my my enemy may look like, even if the enemy is invisible, God will be glorified through delivering me. And while in the waiting, my own battle cry might just help others find their voice. And together, we can proclaim that we do not know what to do, but our eyes are on you. Jehoshaphat had probably grown up hearing the story of Joshua. By remembering how God showed up for his people in the past, Jehoshaphat could take courage for the present and the future. Now let's look at what happens in Joshua chapter 10. The day the Lord gave the Amorites over to Israel, 
Joshua said to the Lord in the presence of Israel, Sun, stand still over Gibeon, and you, moon, over the valley of Ajalon. So the sun stood still, and the moon stopped, until the nation avenged itself on its enemies, as it is written in the book of Jashar. The sun stopped in the middle of the sky and delayed going down about a full day. There has never been a day like it before or since, a day when the Lord listened to a human being. Surely the Lord was fighting for Israel. This was Joshua 10 verses 12 through 14. Wow, what a bold prayer. Joshua wasn't hiding quietly in his closet asking God for what looked impossible, but he boldly stood before all of Israel and asked God without hesitation what he knew was impossible. He believed that God, the God he served was able to answer even his son standstill prayer. And the son stopped for a full day. Can you imagine? Now today, I want us to think about what should be our son standstill prayer. What are the best and what are the past lessons that we can learn both from Jehoshaphat and from Joshua in the bold approach that they took in prayer and in praise? What have we be putting off and not bringing before the Lord because we might think that it will never change or there is no hope? Is it a broken relationship? The unknown of these days? anxiety, addiction, unforgiveness, you fill in the blanks for yourself. None of our struggles will take him by surprise. And what if we all start praying sun standstill prayers? So let's be fearless Jehoshaphats and bold Joshuas. Ask for the impossible and expect there to be a day like there has never been before. Thank you for joining us for today's devotional, Sun Stand Still. And I pray for each of us that we will find the courage and the boldness to pray like Joshua and Jehoshaphat. Have a great week, everyone. Join us again next Tuesday.